0: everybody, here is the emergency episode all about Any Way The Wind Blows. I'm so sorry I wasn't weekly this week. I've had some major problems with editing. I hope it doesn't happen with this episode. I haven't really done any editing because I am afraid, but I have all the audio lined up for our next episode. But it's just not working out for me. I'll try to fix the problem But if it doesn't work, I may have to give you the unedited episode of chapters, is it 15 to 16 or 16 to 17? Anyway, but for now, please enjoy the Any Way The Wind Blows special episode. Hello everybody, you are listening to the voice of a new person, a person who has just finished reading, anyway the wind blows. So yeah, these are my first reactions afterwards and the first thing I would say is that I am emotionally exhausted, I was not prepared to feel these many things in one day. I am also Sad. I I don't know how to feel. I burned through the last canon snow material in one day and now it's over. Ugh. I'll be back. Okay, I shouldn't have recorded straight away. I had to work through some things. I think everyone can agree that this was emotionally hard hitting. Now, I have not been on the net yet. And I have not looked at anyone else's thoughts or opinions, so these are the untainted first impressions of me, your trusted podcaster. Hopefully this means something to you. The first thing I will say, this was not a walk in the park. In comparison to the other two, like, this was not a fun book. It was so angsty. The first book had the perfect amount of angst you would expect from a YA novel, and... The second book, I actually thought was less angsty for some reason, like they were traumatised and they were working through stuff, but on a level that I appreciated, and they were on a road trip, and I was like, yes, let's go. This book, oh my gosh, The Breakup, so early on, oh, that hurt, that hurt. I closed the book and I texted Erin, who was on the podcast, for emotional support help, She offered to bring around ice cream, but I'm kind of shy about being super emotional in front of other people. So I was like, no, it's fine. I gotta get through this by myself. And so I kept reading, and then they got back together again so quickly. And I was like, what the heck? But I don't know how I feel about that, because I kind of actually, when the breakup happened, I was like, I think this is good for them. Because Simon... Obviously, he said some things to Baz that I was like, don't break Baz's heart in this way. But I think he needed to let all his emotions out and they needed some time apart. Sorry, this podcast is going to be crazy, like thoughts everywhere. But something I would like to say is justice for Baz. I love Baz, as you know. And I think he spent a lot of this book worrying about Simon, which was fair. I mean, oh, Simon, I just wanted him to be happy and he was struggling and that hurt. But I think Baz has so much more to his character than his one-track mind for Simon. And I think he spent a lot of this book just worrying about Simon, which, as I said, was reasonable. But also I think he should have... Worried more about the vampire thing, because when that came up in the second book, I was like, oh my gosh, Baz is going to be freaking out about this in the third book, the fact that he's immortal. Maybe she didn't want to make it so much like Twilight, but, you know, he was going to live on when Simon was gone, and I thought he would worry about that a lot more. And then we got that closure right at the end. The fact that he's a vegetarian means that he's going to die like a regular person. And I feel like that was quite sudden and Baz didn't really get to work through that. And I think it would have been cool if that paid off a bit more. And he was like, oh my gosh, wow, I'm gonna die, yay. I don't know, that's weird of me. Back again with a new mindset. Sorry, I told you this was gonna be crazy. Um, I realized right off the bat, I was too negative. I was coming in with everything I would change. This is not Rainbow Rowell's fault. I think the book was still amazing and it had to be written and it was really important to show us Simon and Bears working through everything. The problem was I feel like everyone would have done this. I built it up in my head so much and I also I'm a sucker for that proper closure happy ending and I know she put Simon and Baz back on the right track and everything and I should be satisfied But I wanted an epilogue with them as like old men and they've been married for like, you know, 30 years. And they're like, ah, wow, hasn't our nice normal life together been so great. But that's me, I'm cheesy in that way. And I want like complete tie-it-with-a-bow-closure, which is not true to real life. And I think this book is really like real life, which I love. So I will point out all the things I love about this book. I'll point out some of the things that I might have changed and I'll work through each of the characters and give my thoughts on their arc and coming up I will play my predictions that I made that I recorded a few days before I read the book, I swear, okay, you'll see because I was wrong about about, like basically everything and I will react to those. So that's coming up next and then I will give a more structured discussion on the book as a whole. Thank you! Hello, future Grace and future Snowbaz listeners. Okay, here are my predictions for Any Way the Wind Blows. So, number one, in terms of relationships, I do not think that Penny and Shepard will kiss or make their relationship official, even though I do ship them. And I think they will develop a connection because I think they will spend a lot of time together. But they're both just so into, you know, like learning and there'll be lots of drama. So I think they'll just be too busy, even though they'll bond, they'll be too busy to kiss. Penny's, anyway, Penny's going to be up in everything, worrying about Simon and stuff. So, you know, girl doesn't have time for men. So, I I would love it if they did kiss, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I do think Rainbow will leave us satisfied that they will get together in the future. So, I got that one really wrong, but I am not mad about it. Honestly, Penny and Ship really lightened up the book for me. I loved it, and I I Shepherd really grew on me, and I've always loved Penelope, so... I think they're both amazing and worthy of each other, and I loved their relationship. I thought it was really cute. In terms of Simon and Baz, obviously she wouldn't She wouldn't break our hearts. She wouldn't make them break up. That would be too much for me. I think it might be possible that Simon will decide to leave the world of mages, because... So much trauma for that poor man. I think he might decide, I've had enough, I'm out. Baz, are you out or are you with me? (gasps) Oh no, but Baz loves magic and what if they do break up? Okay, here's my hot take prediction. Simon will decide that for him, he has to leave the world of mages. And Baz will have to choose between his love for magic or his love for Simon. And he will probably choose Simon because he's Baz. Okay, I was also kind of wrong about that one, but I think, uh, cutting myself some credit, I was thinking they would stay broken up. Uh, no, honestly, I didn't see it coming that they would break up at all, so that's on me. Rainbow Rao did decide to break my heart. She decided to drag my emotions through a gutter and really... Mess with me. Thanks for that, Rainbow Rowell. Uh Agatha is going to stay single and she's going to be strong. Be like, I'm not going to listen to what you guys are saying about me staying in the world of mages. And she's going to go back to America. She'll help out, though. I think she'll realise she can't... Like, she already kind of did at the end of the second book. I think she'll realise she can't ignore it completely she can't just cut it out so I think Agatha will find a nice balance Another mistake my thoughts on Agatha and Neve yes I like it I'm always happy to have more LGBTQ plus representation so that was great I thought Neve was a really cool character I actually quite liked her at first I was like this is random and I saw it coming pretty early on I should have done like a my predictions after reading the first few chapters and it's weird though because I never would have imagined Agatha to end up with someone like Neve, but after Rainbow Row wrote it I was like oh yeah this makes sense so I quite liked it. In terms of the trouble at Watford my prediction is that it is political drama because in the blurb it did say that You know, Baz is dealing with family crises. So I have a feeling it might be something to do with the pictures. And I think there'll be maybe a revolution going on or something. Even though it was very stable. I just can't see Rainbow Rowell making a big obvious, like... I don't want to say cheesy, but you know, like the humdrum. I don't think she'll do that again. I mean, there's still that mess they left behind in America. So I reckon they'll have to deal with that and the whole, cause the next blood is still out there so maybe they will deal with that as well. So yeah, the drama will be political and Baz will be involved and Baz will be stressed and he will also be stressed about Simon because Simon will be angsty and who can blame him because trauma. And it's just going to be painful, but also amazing all at the same time. I think I can say I was right about it being painful and amazing. In terms of political drama, uh, does the cult count as being political? There was propaganda. A lot of people were involved. I think kind of a political climate, maybe. What else was I wrong about? I will have to re-listen to the recording. Okay, yeah, the America thing. That, I don't think we got enough closure on that. Uh, like, the Now Next are still going, and they're just gonna trust that the lamb is gonna take them down? Okay, I mean, I guess she wanted to... There were more important things emotionally for them to work through, so I get that. Maybe she could have ignored the whole cult thing and gone more into them bringing down the vampires and then we could have had more Baz action, but that's me being selfish with my needs. I did like the chosen line storyline with Simon being drawn in and I thought the whole spell and eventually you using up all your magic, I did think that was cool. That appealed to my sense of like, ugh, horror and stuff. And when Simon had it cast on him, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the worst. But I love it at the same time because it's so dramatic. And then Baz got angry and then I was like, yes, give me the angst, give me the drama. I thought that was cool. But I do think we needed more about America because I'm a bit concerned about that still, not going to lie. And I do realise that I was wrong about the whole pitches being involved in political drama. They just had their own family drama at home. I have to say, kind of disappointed in Daphne. Like, I like her and I understand where she's coming from. If I was a weaker mage, I totally would have been sucked in. It is sad how some people are super powerful and others are not. Like, imagine being around people that can do so much more than you... I don't know, but I think she should have treated her family a bit better. And the position she put, you know, does Baz's dad have a first Malcolm? The position she put Malcolm in with the kids and stuff, I don't think that was super fair. And I don't think it was super fair to the kids. And not fair to Baz, poor Baz. Like, that was a rough situation. Uh, I'll do one out of the blue. I think that Simon will buy Baz a pair of jeans and say please wear these because you look great in them. I do hope we will get some nice low-key soft moments. If I could predict in the hopes that it will happen. I hope that Simon and Baz will go on a nice little date maybe to a park and they'll get food it'll be like you know how they went to the library in the first book and Simon was like no wonder Baz doesn't have a girlfriend or whatever because he doesn't eat with them and just reads books maybe they'll like recreate that date but do it when they're together and it'll be really sweet that would be my hopes so those are my predictions and looking back I hope I wasn't terribly wrong Honestly, I feel like I would have been satisfied if we had their trip to Ikea fleshed out more. Apart from that, did they have some nice moments together? Yeah, they did. Uh, When they ate those ham sandwiches after they broke up and then didn't break up and then went hunting together. I was enjoying that. I think they had a lot of amazing growth together. So, I'm satisfied. I'm happy. Overall. But I would have liked... A whole chapter dedicated to the IKEA date. Please and thank you. Fanfic writers, get on it. I do not think there will be a death. I wholeheartedly believe that all of the big Simon, Baz, Agatha, Penny ship, I think they will all live through it. Maybe Baz's dad will die? That would be really sad. For him, I I don't know, his dad doesn't seem like an amazing person. And to end with something I was right about, no deaths. Thank goodness. Sorry, I'm not going to follow through with that complete structured discussion because I actually feel like I've said a lot of what I want to say. And to round off, here are my quickfire last thoughts. Simon's family. I'm so glad he found his family, and I like them. Well, Jamie, meh, seems like a bit of a meh guy, but Lady Ruth Salisbury, is that how you say their last name? She seems great, and I was so happy that they were united, and I thought it was really cool that they found out with him pulling the sword out. I was like, oh, classic. I think it could have come earlier, though. Uh, Because Simon didn't have a lot of time to work through the fact that he found out the mage was his dad He ended by saying, you know, it's too much This is why I will, until the day I die, I want an epilogue like in the first book And I want to hear that Simon has worked through this horrible discovery and he's happy with Baz But that's me Simon as a character I still love him so much, who wouldn't, he's amazing, and I just wanted this good, pure-hearted, courageous little being to find happiness. And I wasn't completely satisfied that he did, so that is going to hold me until the day I die. I'm so glad that Simon found his family, which I said, and I, but I did not mention I think that was good for his character arc. I enjoyed that he found some of his family. Baz. Still has plenty to work through, but world, once more for the back of the room, I love him. And I think he was good in this book. He was just, yeah. Is it bad that I don't have many other thoughts on his arc? Anyway, for Penelope, as I said before, Queen, she was amazing. I think she got the justice she deserved in this book. I think people realised how cool she was. There was a line, I think it was Baz, who was like, how many history books will Bunce be in and in how many ways? Because girl is out there making history and I love that for her. I also think that Shepherd made her better. I think she realised that some of her magic prejudices were wrong after bonding with Shepherd. so that is great. And that brings me on to Shepherd, who... Yeah, I love, though I must say, getting engaged to a demon was very dumb. And I know he was curious, wanted to summon a demon, but still shipping, come on. But, and the fact that he didn't tell Penelope, it was cute. I was like, oh, okay, but stupid. Like, he knew he was engaged to a demon, and he was, like, not telling her that vital information. Also giving away his kids uh okay this is tragic because penelope what am i saying penelope and shepherd's kids would have been so cute but what are the odds if they do have kids like penelope will never let him give them away so that's good i guess i'm not afraid about that i have faith in them smith smith Richards, the weird gross cult guy kind of came out of nowhere The Simon 2.0, which I did not like. If anyone's trying to steal Simon's act, which he was, I'm like, no, there's only one Simon for me. What are you doing? Get out of here, fraud. And he was sleazy and gross, and that's all I have to say about him. Don't want to think about him for too long. And then Philippa slash Pippa. I think this was cool, I think this was a cool throwback, and I think it was good for Baz to realise that he was not such a great person back in the day. This really made me rethink some of my thoughts on Baz for a while, because, like, dude didn't think to check up on her, I know he thought it was temporary, but he could have gone to apologise and be like, oh sorry, I mean this affected Pippa's whole life, she had no voice, that would have been awful. But Baz had the appropriate reaction, he felt awful, felt sick to his stomach like anyone would, and he fixed it. So, I'm glad for him, and I'm glad that Pippa got her voice back, because we didn't get a lot from her, but I thought her character was cool, she was very courageous, and I was like, you go girl. So, in conclusion, Rainbow Rowell is going on the list of authors I need to sue for emotional damage, along with Madeline Miller and Patrick Ness. I just... I became an emotional sponge, I sucked in all the angst, and will I recover? Probably not. But do I feel good? Yes. I hope you guys all feel good too. Thank you for listening.